Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. We're back for our second podcast of the week. We are beginning our draft profile series where we will talk about all of the players that we think the Panthers should at least consider drafting in the first round for sure this year. We'll go through some second and third round picks as well, and then we'll have a kind of culmination show where we go through everybody and uh, some late round flyers as well. We are kicking it off with the man who has captured the hearts and minds of the NFL world over the last week yeah. or so, Anthony Richardson, uh, quarterback out of Florida, 6'4", 250 almost, uh, very similar to Cam in terms of his measurements, in terms yeah. of his combine you know, uh, performance. He's an inch smaller, like four pounds lighter, and point four, <clears throat> like point one second faster on his 40 time, which is impressive. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into all that, but yeah, it's he's a very, very close comparison to Cam Newton right and now. He roughly, compa- he compares himself to Cam as well. Yeah, I mean, it, he says he's a mixture of Cam and Lamar, which uh, that's a pretty lofty uh, comparison for yourself. But from what we've seen, athletically at least, I think he yeah. stacks up. Athletically, yes. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get into the rest here. But tell us a little bit about Anthony Richardson. Uh, he was a four-star recruit out of Gainesville, Florida. Unsurprisingly, he went to Florida University living in Gainesville. I think he personally <laughs> would have been, you know, strung up in the streets if he did not go by his friends. Mm. Uh, there he sat his freshman year. But by the next year, he split time with Emory Jones. Last year, he ended up taking the full-time starting job and improved throughout the season. Uh, Richardson is a textbook case of a boom or bust project. Uh, He could become a faster version of Cam Newton, another great athlete who can't, or another great athlete who can't put it together. Allah, I don't want to compare him to it, but Jamarcus Russell's one of those great athletes who couldn't put it together. But Jamarcus Russell also had the mental, I don't want to work hard. And I don't see that in AR-15. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I I wouldn't compare them, but like you said, it's not really you're comparing him to Jamarcus Muscle. You're just saying Jamarcus Muscle, the guy that had all the tools, couldn't put it together. Um, Correct. So, yeah, it, Anthony Richardson is he's interesting. He only played twelve, or he only started twelve games in college his his last mm-hmm. year. Um, redshirt freshman, he made the all freshman team. I think. Uh, in his technically second year, but you know, the red shirt stuff is weird in college, but, uh, he only played seven games, didn't start any of them in his second year, but had some decent stats. Yeah. Only threw 64 passes his second year and and Emory Jones, as much as I'm sure his family loves him and stuff, he wouldn't stack up to him. I I just don't understand the coaching. I mean, I'm not a Florida fan, but (laughs) Why would you not want to get this, you know, redshirt freshman more attempts so you can go in the next year with him as a bona fide star knowing the offense? Yeah, I mean, college football is weird. Like, we see it every year. Guys that are sitting on the bench that are obviously extremely talented that just don't get the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, and that's why we see guys transfer and Jalen Hurts transfers out of Alabama, lights it up. 
you know, and is lining it up in the NFL. Like I, I know well, a little bit of a different situation there, but guys who are obviously talented that should get the uh, opportunity to continue their careers or start their careers or wherever wherever they are, and don't for whatever reason. It happens yeah. all the time in college football. So, uh, Tom Brady, for example, <clears throat> Drew Stanton, I think, was the guy who mm-hmm. his backup who they kept like, even though Tom Brady showed a lot more promise and was winning better, was a better player in Michigan, he kept getting benched for Drew Stanton. I think that was his name. If not, eh, someone could correct me. I can't remember the the <laughs> other guy's name. He ended up trying to play baseball, though. Yeah, he played baseball, then he went back to football, and yeah, he, he had all kinds of stuff going on. But uh, just looking at the stats real quick for Anthony Richardson. 2020, as we mentioned, got in three games, one for two. Didn't I mean, no, nothing really to talk about there. Uh, 2021, he was in seven games through 64 passes, had almost a 60% completion percentage, 529 yards, six touchdowns, five interceptions, also ran the ball 51 times for 401 yards and three touchdowns. And then 2022, he finally got to start the full season, 12 games, 53.8 completion percentage. We'll get into that in a little bit. 17 touchdowns, nine interceptions, also ran for 654 yards and nine touchdowns. So... What, 26 total touchdowns, nine interceptions. Uh, Pretty good season for him. But really the deal with him is, you know, you're you're looking at potential, right? Yeah. The the athleticism that he has is, he's a lottery ticket, right? Yeah. If you hit, then you're set for 10 years. Absolutely. But he's not a guarantee. He is not a guarantee. I mean, you're absolutely correct with the lottery ticket, boomer bus guy. Like, he has all the tools. I mean, that's yeah. that's the big thing. He has all the tools. He's a big guy. He has the cannon of the arm. Like, he has all that. But then he didn't put it on film. You know, he needs mm-hmm. to work on the other things and stuff. <clears throat> I, I it, it's shocking. Do you want to go ahead and start on the cons and then we can go back to the pros? Because I think that's what what I want to do this year instead of. I want to yeah. end on a high note instead of well, a low note. Real quick, let's just run through his combine results. So he ran. Oh a, yes, my my yeah, apologies. Four four forty, four four three, four four four, depending on what you saw. Um, very fast, right? Yeah. One point five three second ten yard split, ridiculous. Forty and a half inch vertical is a record for quarterbacks at the combine. Uh, just insane. Jerry text after that. He said. Do quarterbacks really need to jump that high? Well, no, they don't. <laughs> but it is a sign of elite athleticism. I, 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 yes, he's an yeah. elite athlete. This guy yeah. could be a great tight end or something else if he wanted to be, too. I mean, which right. I respectfully <clears throat> understand why he wants to be a quarterback. I mean, of course. Yeah. Who, who wouldn't want to be a quarterback? <laughs> and his arm, I mean, we'll talk about his strengths here in a minute, but his arm is ridiculous. Um so, yeah, we'll start off with some of his, his weaknesses here. Um, footwork. Now, again, this is a guy that started 12 games in college. Yeah, absolutely. He just doesn't have a ton of experience. And I think that's going to be my number one weakness con, area of improvement, whatever you want to call it, is he's going to have to get comfortable back there. And part mm-hmm. of that is his footwork. Um, his pocket presence overall really is needs improvement. Um, yes. He, uh, you know, he he has a difficult time identifying uh, when he's when he's got the ball and he's in the pocket. His timing, just you know, in terms of getting rid of the ball, 
uh, versus when to run versus when to tuck it and, you know, take the sack, whatever the case is. He just has to get better at that. That's all, all things that you will get better at with time. Um, But one of the guys that I was listening to who was kind of breaking down some film just mentioned that that pocket presence is sometimes something that is difficult to coach. It's difficult to teach. It's something that you just kind of either have or you don't. Now, you can learn ways to kind of get around that. But the elite, the elite, the elite guys, the Tom Brady's, the Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning's, the guys that you consider the elite of the sport, they all have that, right? They all know when to get rid of the ball uh, and when they have a little bit more time. So uh, is inconsistent in accuracy. Skill position-wise at Florida, I don't think they have anybody that's going to be drafted in the NFL. So he wasn't playing with the best talent. There was a lot of drops in Florida. I will say that. But he missed throws, too. He did. Like some simple drop off passes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He just threw Aaron balls. Again, hate to go back to this comparison, similar to the way Cam Newton did, especially mm-hmm. at the beginning of his career. You would just be like, Cam, he was wide open. I mean, yeah, not uh, again. This is a guy that's started 12 games, uh, you know, timing, everything like that. It takes time to learn all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, he did have, you know, 53% passing is three 53% passing. Like it's, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. we saw it. So, uh, but he played in the SEC, so he's playing against good defensive, good defensive players every single week. So, uh, at least he's he got that experience. Um, only one you're starting mentioned that he. So I, I see this both ways. Uh, we have can get rattled in a game here. Um, I think where we have seen that with him is if things don't go the way he expects them to go because he's Mm -hmm. pretty good pre-snap read right he he can identify the defense he can see where things are what things are supposed to happen but if something breaks down or something happens that he wasn't expecting he does get rattled he does make mistakes that's when he makes his mistakes and and when i said get can get rattled he has a problem of if things go wrong at the beginning of the game he continues to go down his Mm. trajectory goes down he it gets in his own head Mm. he he's not like i remember i mean i think cam's a great uh, i hate going back to cam but everybody knows him that's listening to this cam was a guy who could throw an interception shake it off and play the next series Mm -hmm. great yeah that is something that he needs to work on yeah, and that's something, again, I think that is coachable. I think that's I something that, that can be coached. Uh, and by the way, guys, we're going to make comparisons to Cam because this is a Panthers podcast, and this is a guy who fate is very favorable to Cam in his comparison. Yeah. He just is. So we're going to mention Cam some. If that bothers you, then I'm sorry. That That's just yeah. kind of the way it is. And when Josh Allen was coming out, we compared him to Cam as well. I mean, because right. he was very – but. We know everybody here understands what Cam, you know, was growing because, you know, we all saw it. So he's a better comparison for us Panther fans than Josh Allen. Yeah, this is what we, yeah, we lived this. We we lived the Cam experience and it didn't start off. I mean, it did start off pretty amazing in that first game, but there were growing pains with Cam. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, And maybe, maybe he could become a Josh Allen or a little bit better runner but you know <clears throat> yeah so and i will say that his his 
post-snap reads, the, the problems that he was having, they did get better as his year went on in Florida. He did show growth there. And mm-hmm. often, like, you know, sometimes when you see this with quarterbacks, something doesn't happen. They either make bad throws to their first read or they just take off and run. Yeah, He was pretty decent at trying to go through his progressions when he had the time, but he often creates his own pressure, much like we saw with Baker. Yes. Where he he will slide into a defender, uh, as a defender's area, or he, I, like I saw this a lot, where he'll get back into the, his stance, uh, you know, seven foot, seven step drop, five step drop, whatever it is, and then he'll start climbing in the pocket, which is fine. Like, that's what you want to see. But then he'll keep climbing in the pocket. Mm. And he'll climb himself into pressure or he'll just take off and, and go. And as an elite athlete, that's something they're going to have to coach out of him is just taking off and going whenever the first read isn't there, right? So, well, yeah. I, I, I When we get to the pros, I will say that he when he did go through his progressions, he mm-hmm. did keep his eyes down field while scrambling what I saw. So it wasn't one read. I'm gone. It was read, 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 read. And we, I don't, you know, I couldn't see downfield, so I don't know a hundred (laughs) percent know that they weren't open, but I'm assuming he didn't like, didn't trust the throw. Yeah. And, and and as we mentioned before, there were a lot of, there were just a lot of bad throws. I think that's kind of the main con when you're looking Mm -hmm. at him. The, the one thing is that it just, really inaccurate made some great throws like you know don't sit here and, and tag us in two or three or four or five or ten great throws he made you have to look at all of the throws right yeah. he can make the throws we've seen that but the consistency is where you become a good nfl quarterback to a great nfl quarterback and, and with that he needs to protect the ball that is yeah. one thing he didn't do the greatest job of at, at Florida you know he had right. nine interceptions last year which is a bad at but the the accuracy in the NFL those guys are going to take advantage of a bad thrown ball they just yeah. are I mean nine interceptions doesn't sound like a lot but it's only in, t- in 12 games like yeah. that's you know that's almost an interception a game and that's pretty if you're throwing an interception a game in the NFL you know you're at 15 16 interceptions that's a lot of interceptions so that is definitely something that he's going to have to, yeah, to get better at. But all right, that's enough with the cons. Let's talk yes. about why we're excited about Anthony Richardson. He's a freakish athlete, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, he is something special. Like I said, he could run out there, play tight end, and be be probably a first round pick. I, I don't know how good his hands are, but I'm assuming he can catch a ball. Well. <laughs> guy, <Maybe>. guy <laughs> is just four four. I mean. Four four. Let's be honest. He may be a wide receiver. That's a lot faster than most of the wide receivers. I think almost all the running backs. Like it was. Yeah. He's not as fast as Lamar, but he's faster than Cam. Yeah. And he's bigger than Lamar. So I think he's got a really great combination of speed and size. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. that is. Oh. Yeah. He could jump out of the water too. I mean. His yeah. hurt. I don't. I don't. I don't know how that compares for a quarterback. It's uh, like I said. That's just weird. But <laughs> I'd love to have that vert. I'll tell you that much. Uh, yeah. yeah. I have a vert like a baby elephant. <laughs> uh, his arm. He's got a cannon for an arm. Yeah. Again, you said there's not a throw he can't make. You're right. 
Like, yeah. if you watch his combine, I, I forget where he was throwing it from, but, man, he was throwing 64 yards down the field. And there was a couple that were just dropped perfectly yeah. in his receiver's hands. Yeah, he and, his, his arm strength reminds me of Josh Allen's arm strength. Mm-hmm. That was the, the – you know, everybody said when he was coming out, he just has a huge, huge arm. Uh, he reminds me a lot of Josh Allen, honestly, yeah. in a lot of different and, ways. And, and according to PFF, his best grade is on his deep his deep mm. accuracy. So take that. I mean, he 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 has a good accurate deep ball, which something, something we have not in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> DJ Moore's over there, like guys, I'm open. Hello, <laughs> right? I can get open. Uh, one good thing I really liked is he continued <clears throat> to show improvement throughout the season. Yes. He only started 12 games, but I am looking at his PFF grades here. Like, his first three games, it was 82, which is against the Utes, was a good team. Mm-hmm. 42, 42. And then it slowly starts to climb with the caveat of being Georgia, which, you know, Georgia. Not many people <laughs> played well against Georgia. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's impressive that he continued to grow, and it, it shows that he can improve. He can learn from his mistakes and everything mm-hmm. else. Um, yeah, that that's something I had too. Is and not only did he show growth throughout the season, but even within games, he mm-hmm. rarely made the same mistakes twice. Um, I know particularly I was watching a clip where he uh, he created his own pressure early in the game. Right, he dropped back and he sort of slid to the right rather than sliding up when he would he should have. They showed the exact same play like two three times later. He didn't do that. He did this the right thing. So to me, that shows that not only can he improve within the game, but he's coachable, right? Someone mm-hmm. took him aside and said, "Hey, this is you know this is what happened here. Let's not let that happen again." And he didn't let it happen again. So I like guys like that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, it, it, I mentioned this earlier. He keeps his eyes down the field when he's mm-hmm. scrambling, especially someone. As freakish athlete at this as this is, you want a quarterback in the NFL to keep his eyes downfield. I yep. mean, that's just that's how you make big plays. Yep. Um, in his throws, he has a quick release. Uh, mm-hmm. Something else I really like in my quarterbacks, just because we've seen it with the long windups, especially in the NFL, you get hit so quickly, the balls yep. pop out. You know. So. Yeah. Uh, my last pro. Guy is a touchdown waiting to happen. I mean, running yeah. the ball, throwing the ball. He can throw the ball down the length of the field. He can run the ball the length of the field. He's a nightmare if he can put it all together for defensive coordinators. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's got all the tools. All the tools. He just needs to hone, to hone it in, which is the case with a lot of guys that we see come out oh, of college. Yeah. I mean... That was the book on Pat Mahomes. That was the book on Josh Allen. Like, these guys were not drafted number one overall. They were drafted later in the draft, you know, or later I, in the top ten. But I read a uh, draft profile after the draft for Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes, and they roasted Kansas City for him. Why are you jump trading up to draft a project quarterback who won't be yeah. ready for two, three years? Yeah, yeah three years, year. he already had an MVP and a Super Bowl ring, right. so I mean. But he sat a year, which I think would be beneficial for Anthony Richardson. 
I do too. I think CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, um, probably more day one starter ready than Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson got a lot of work to do, but his ceiling is just so high. I I mean, if he puts it all together, it's it's ridiculous. A couple other notes that I had here. Um, The day he's drafted, he will be a top five arm in the NFL. Now, accuracy-wise, TBD. But in terms of arm strength, he's already elite. It's already elite. Um, And and here's the thing, too. I trust this this coaching staff a lot more than I I trusted previous regimes, including Mm. Ron Rivera, because they are offensive-minded. They they have worked with quarterbacks in the past to groom, to become great, you know? Yeah, this is a great staff. Like, if you're going to bring in a project like this or a a prospect that needs work, then this is the kind of staff you want to bring him into. This is yes. this is the kind of staff that if anybody's going to be able to get the best out of him, I feel like it's Frank Reich and Josh McCown and you know all the guys that they've brought in to surround Frank Reich. Um, yeah. One last thing is uh, just a good thing about his college experience is that Florida ran, I wouldn't say they ran a pro-style offense exactly, but they ran a lot of NFL-type plays, like, he had seven step drops. He wasn't just sitting in shotgun every single snap like Matt Corral or, or uh, Willis last year. Um, so I think he's at least got some of that experience to bring with him. Where it, This is all not going to be brand new to him, right? It's, he yeah. didn't run one of these gimmicky college offenses. He actually has some experience running these pro-style plays. So I think that's a positive. Yeah. No, I do too. I it's very the, the guy is just so so good. Like he has so much talent. It's so and another good thing I know we we've already kind of finished the pros hmm. is everything I hear is he's got a good head on his shoulders. Seems yep. like he can high, high he, character. He high character, can work with people, you know. And that that's huge. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going with with coachable. I mean, a lot of guys aren't yeah, especially guys that you. I mean, you know, Anthony Richardson was just ridiculous in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Just athletically on a different tier than every single person he played against. These are the kind of guys that are told their whole lives how amazing and special and unique and perfect they are. That gives you a big head. It, yeah, how can it not for a teenager? But it seems I like mean- he's he's not going to be the type of guy that, you know, says, ah, I know what I'm doing. Leave me alone. I mean, he grew up in Gainesville. Yeah. Can you imagine growing a game? I don't know if you've <laughs> right. ever been to Gainesville, but Gainesville is not big. And no. he grew up there and then goes to the, the Mecca of that town. Like everyone. Yeah. Oh man. You hear a football town. That's like football town, USA. Like they yeah, are like the swamp they love their football. Um, yeah, I mean, Anthony Richardson, like he's, if he can put it all together, this is a guy that that you're going to hear being talked about like Cam was talked about. Just mm-hmm. how funny is to watch. Every play, like you mentioned, every play can be a touchdown from anywhere on the field. Yep. Throwing or running. Like he has, he creates those mismatches just like Cam did in his prime. It would be really fun to have another player like that 
on the Panthers. Especially with, I, I get, keep going back to this offensive minded coach, man. I mean, yeah. that was one thing I, I hated with Cam is it was just like the offense was vanilla. The offense, mm-hmm. even when they did the read options, was vanilla. Like the next yep. year, people knew it was coming because they didn't tweak it, they didn't update it. It's so. Yeah, yeah. this this is a, a staff that's like we said is going to get the best out of one of these rookie quarterbacks. Uh, it seems like so. Why not him? I mean, let's talk about what it might take to get him because we drafted nine. Mm-hmm. The hype surrounding Anthony Richardson right now is off the charts, right? I mean, he the combine show that he put on was just ridiculous. Everybody in the NFL world is talking about him right now. Would it surprise you if the Panthers had to trade up like into the top five to get him? Oh, absolutely. I, I, I really think the top three are going to be Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Anthony Richardson. Okay. Will Levis, I think, does have a chance to sneak in there just because there. Some people really like him. I'm, mm-hmm. we'll I talk about, we haven't we'll done talk about him, him soon, <laughs> but but I could see a coach, you know, like a Frank Reich or you know another, you know, Josh McDaniels, maybe someone like mm-hmm. that that be looks at him and goes, I can turn that guy into a cross between. Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. You know what I mean? Like, so I could see someone saying that with him. <clears throat> I, I would think every offensive-minded coach in the league would want to get their hands on Anthony Richardson. Yeah. Because I, that's they all think that they're going to be able to make him into the best version of himself. Um, I think the Panthers staff has a, as good or a better chance of doing that than any other staff in the league. I do, too. <clears throat> um but yeah, I, I agree. I think if they want him, I don't think he'd last till nine. I think beginning of the this process before the combine and everything, it seemed like he was probably going to be available. Yeah, not- maybe even outside of the top ten, maybe even in the early twenties. Now that's gone. Like he's he's probably a top five pick. Yeah, I think you have. I think to get one of those three quarterbacks, you're going to have to tr- jump up. Yeah. Because you're gonna have Houston want one, you're gonna want <clears throat> Las Vegas probably want a quarterback. You're gonna have, you know, other teams, Jets supposedly want a quarterback. I mean, Seattle's talked about it. The Falcons yeah. have talked about it. Like, there's, um, I think I the possibility of six of the top eight teams could yeah. draft a quarterback. It would make sense for them to draft a quarterback. And, and I'm at this point because we've sat here and done this over and over again. If the coaches, if the scouts, if they like one of these guys a lot, go get them. Yeah. Like let don't throw four first rounds at them, but let's go get them. Let's let's not play around. Go yeah. get them. Go get your guy. We could sit them. I am fine being okay starting a Sam Darnold, <clears throat> a Jacoby Brissett most of next year. Maybe not during week four, I'll be upset about it, but. <laughs> After we're 0-3. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I agree. I think as long as you don't have to mortgage the next five years worth of first-round picks, which they shouldn't have to, right? No. It's likely going to be this year's first, probably a 24 and a 25 first, and then a few other picks thrown in. It's a lot. It is a especially, lot. Especially, you know, if you're going to trade all the way up to one. 
But they could trade to three and not have to give up that much. They could trade to five maybe and give up even less. Yeah. They, they would, it would be a gamble, but they could. Um, so it's, it's there, it, there's a lot of risk with drafting a guy like Anthony Richardson, especially given that you're probably gonna have to trade up to get him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think this one's pretty quickly resolved. Would you be excited to draft this player? <laughs> yes. Yeah, very much so. I mean, oh, we, we, any Panthers fan should be excited to draft a guy with this type of talent and potential given what we've gone through over the last five years. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he would. I would have so much fun in Madden playing with him just because that <laughs> – I know that's that's probably not what people want to think <laughs> no, about. No, I mean, but, that's... but I've heard I've heard that that he is he is the if you made a character in Madden, if you made your quarterback in Madden, these are the types of stats that you would put into that guy. Huge arm, really fast, huge big size. He is a I, Madden quarterback. I could work on the accuracy in a year or two with the yeah, I'll figure that <laughs> my <out>. skill points. <laughs> figure that out. You know, you're just gonna probably uh, drop back. Tuck it and run most of the time anyway. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I don't think we have any other of our standard questions. Anything else you wanted to mention about him? No. I okay. mean, he is such a... I wish I could look into the future and see, but yeah. I think this guy could be something very special. It's exciting to think about for sure. Um, so every week we're gonna we're gonna update our big board, right? Our Meow Mix big board. Obviously, we've only talked about one guy so far, so Anthony Richardson is number one on the big board so far. Uh, but we'll update that as we go along. We'll see and I'll how get long a, he remains in the top spot. Yeah, and I'll get a graphic worked on and have it mm-hmm. up next week. It's, I knew we weren't we're only gonna do one, so I didn't create the yeah, graphic yeah. yet. <laughs> that's, okay. <laughs> that's okay. All right, Jerry. Well, I think that's gonna do it. All right, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. If you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. By the way, Drew Stanton wasn't his backup in Michigan. It was Drew Hinton. I, I Drew thought about Hinton. it throughout the podcast. <laughs> well, now nobody else is listening, Jerry, so you've lost that one. That's okay. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's it's recorded that I corrected myself. Uh, we will be na- back next week with our second draft profile. Uh, we haven't decided who that's going to be yet, so maybe we'll put up a Twitter poll or something. Yeah, I mean, let's go. Let's be honest. It's going to be one of the top three other quarterbacks. Probably Stroud or Young, most yeah. likely. So uh, it'll be a surprise for you guys. So until then, everybody stay safe out there. And keep pounding.